Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. How would you like to be known? I've been reflecting a great deal on that recently, not only in this life, but after, at the judgment seat. How would you like to be known? Or the testimony left behind to your children and grandchildren and the generations to follow. How would you like to be known? Today, we are going to pause our study here in Acts chapter 20 on one verse. And we're going to concentrate on one verse for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's my favorite verse of Scripture. So I'm going to give an entire day to it. One verse, my life verse, I call it my second half verse. I've taken for my own, and I'm praying it for my own life. Secondly, because there's so much truth in it. In fact, I think we could spend a week on this one verse. It's Acts 20, 24, where Paul said, But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. In life, there are some things that you know and some things you can't know. In fact, in Acts 20, there's examples of both. In verse 18, he said, you know, you know I was with you at all seasons. Uh, In verse number 25, he says, and now behold, I know that ye all among whom I've gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. He said, I know this is the last time we'll see one another. In verse 29, he said, I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you and not sparing the flock. He said, I know the wolves are going to try to get in and destroy the sheep. In verse 22, he had said, I'm going to this bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. So even the apostle Paul had things he did not know. I say again, there are things in life that you can know and things you cannot know. But there are also some things that you must say, Dear Lord, I want you to work in me so that I will be known for these things. Uh, Look, I don't care about being well-known on earth. I want to be known for the things that truly matter in light of eternity. What are those things? Let me show you seven ways I'd like to be known. I hope you'll take these seven and make them your prayer for your own life today. This is how all of us should want to be known. Acts 20, 24, first of all, I'd like to be known for steadfastness. He says, but none of these things move me. None of the things in my past, none of the things I'm facing right now in the present, none of the things I'm uncertain about for the future, none of these things are going to shake me. None of them are going to move me. Paul would write in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, that we're to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Look, in a a world where everybody's shaking, lots of people are trembling, Lots of things are changing. You pray, dear God, make me a steadfast person. I'd like to be known for steadfastness. Then I'd like to be known for unselfishness. The Bible says, but none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself. Do you see the evaluation of life here? That it's not about our life, it's about Christ's life. And it's not about this world, it's about the world to come. Do you see not just the evaluation of life, but the direction of life? He said, I won't, don't want to count it dear unto myself. You see, every life has a direction. 
It's either toward ourselves or it's toward God. It's either given to us or given to God. And the unselfish believer must say, I want my whole life to be given to God because I just know God can do more with it than I can. I want to be known for steadfastness. I want to be known for unselfishness. I'd like to be known for faithfulness. But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear to myself, so that I might finish my course. You have a course. You have a race to run. It's a personal race. Notice the word my. So stop comparing it with somebody else's race. Their path is not your path. Their race is not your race. Run your race. And then it's not just a personal race. It's a long race. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's not just this season of life. It's the whole course. Oh, may God help us be faithful all the way to the end. Paul would use this same term, you know, in his last letter, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 7, when he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I don't believe you'd have 2 Timothy 4, 7 if you didn't have Acts 20, 24. He could never say he finished his course if at some point he had not determined he was going to finish his course. Would you like to finish well? Then make up your mind now. By the grace of God, you're going to be a faithful person. I'd like to be known for steadfastness and unselfishness and faithfulness. And here's a good one, joyfulness. He doesn't just say finish my course. He says finish my course with joy. There's a lot of people finishing on the right side but not the bright side. Oh, they believe the right things, and they're trying to do the right things, but they're miserable. They've lost something of the joy of the Lord's salvation. Don't just serve the Lord, friends. Serve the Lord with gladness. Keep your song. Keep your shout. Uh, keep your happy heart. Uh, keep your, yourself close to the Lord, and let the joy of the Holy Spirit fill your life. I'd like to be known for joyfulness. And then I'd like to be known for humbleness, because he says here, and the ministry. The word ministry here literally is the word for being a servant. After all these years, Paul didn't refer to himself as the great apostle. He said, I'm just a minister, just, just a servant. A friend, I think there's a connection here. You want to stay happy? Stay humble. If you want to be joyful, stop thinking you deserve anything and just rejoice in the fact God saved you and let you do anything in his work. Let's be known for steadfastness and unselfishness and faithfulness and joyfulness and humbleness. And then how about this, for gratefulness. He said, the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus. Remind yourself frequently that everything you have, you've received. And that none of it was deserved. All of it is mercy. All of it is grace. All of it is the Lord. It's all because of his good name. He said, I've received of the Lord Jesus. I think keeping a grateful heart is one of the secrets to staying humble and staying joyful. All these things are connected, you see. I'd like to be known for steadfastness and unselfishness and faithfulness and joyfulness and humbleness and gratefulness. And one more, I'd like to be known for witness. He said, the ministry which I've received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Wouldn't you like to be known as a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ? That's something all of us can do. Now you, you're not an apostle, I'm not an apostle, but I can be a witness. In fact, that's why Paul uses this word to testify. Every Christian can have a testimony. Every Christian can have a testimony ministry. Every Christian can speak a word for the Lord and let the redeemed of the Lord say so. He said to testify the gospel of the grace of God. We're witnesses to the gospel. We're witnesses to grace. We're witnesses to God. Wouldn't you like to be known as someone who helped others know? 
I'd like to be known for my Christian witness. But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Now, there are some things that you can know about your life and some things about the future you do not know. But what we really should concentrate on today is what we will be known for. Wouldn't you like to be known for Christ in you? Wouldn't you like others to know God because they see God in your life? Now, why don't you take Acts twenty twenty four today and pray over it? Literally, pray your way through it. Make the list of these seven things, these beautiful ingredients of a life well-lived, a life well-spent and invested in eternity. And pray by the grace of God that we will be known for these things. Wouldn't it be glorious to get to the end and say, yes, I have finished my course. Well, if you want to get there, you must start here. By the grace of God, let's be known for these things today. Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before he ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why enjoying the journey exists to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey, but we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ. Thank you.